Hi, Sue Baxter from FM Home Loans, loan officer extraordinaire. Thanks so much for coming in and talking to us today. Thanks for having me, Christine, from Blue Shoe Strategy. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, I don't know if you're going to say that at the end. I've asked Sue to do something quite unique. Sue and I have worked together for a year and a half on marketing. And in one of our conversations, we were having lunch, and she was very kind to open up about a failure that she'd had in business as a second sort of business that she started, you know, obviously being in home loans. She has great interest in real estate, buys real estate on her own, et cetera. And I really think it's such a great life lesson because, as we all know, everyone has to fail to be able to succeed in the long haul. So the great lessons are from failure. So thank you for opening up today and agreeing to talk about your big failure. I know. My pleasure. <laughs> I can, yeah, well, you know, you don't even have to be, it doesn't have to pleasure you to talk <laughs> about it. But certainly, I think there are great lessons to be learned. So just tell us briefly you started a company with a partner. Right. So I started uh, an investment company with a partner um, to purchase um, properties in low income areas. And we had a vision of our passive income and retirement. Um, from our current careers into just becoming property managers and owning all these these great properties. Now I'm going to ask you the first question around it, picking a partner, which I think is one of the great mistakes people, people often make when they're starting a company. They take a partner that comes in front of them or wants to do it or is willing to put money in or whatever, rather than saying this partner augments my strengths and weaknesses perfectly. How did you pick him and did you know it was the wrong partner at, which, at what point along the way? So I think I knew what I didn't want in a partner. Okay, what was that? I didn't want a relative. Uh -huh. um, I didn't want a friend. Um, I wanted a true business partner where no emotion would get involved. Where I made my mistake was I didn't really look at what I wanted necessarily in a partner, like some of the qualities that were really important to me. Which would have been if you were been, to look at them now? Um, integrity, trustworthiness. Um, whether you're a control freak or not a control freak, whether you're a delegator, how pliable you might be to different situations, yeah. things like that, yeah, which really I really good. didn't ask and was a learning experience probably for both of us right. um, along the way. Okay, so you both jumped in, you bought these properties, started off great, got great loans because you are one of the great loan officers out there. Um, and still are, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so you buy these properties and you start to manage them. And at first they're full and all is working well, right? Yeah, we first we identify the properties and we're gung-ho. We're financing them. Everything's great. Money's cheap. Money's easy. Yeah. Um, real estate's booming. We're talking before 2008, by the way. Right, and we're on a roll. And uh, the, the agreement that we had that was not in writing was that my partner would handle the management of the properties and I would handle the books and the financing that went along with that. And rentals, so would that be part of his job then? Part of his job, property uh -huh. management. Okay, now let's talk about why you didn't get it in writing. Do you remember what at what point you decided not to get it in writing? Like what is it and is it a woman thing? Do you think it's a woman thing that we don't like to say you have to put this on paper? No, I don't think it was a woman thing okay. because we did put it on paper. Okay. Okay. And um, we went to a lawyer. We drew up a contract, which he never actually executed. So is that a woman thing or is that just well, but no, a the lack of attention to detail? That Did you know he hadn't executed it? 
After it became obvious that it wasn't executed, yes. But as things were going forward, it didn't occur to me that he didn't execute okay. it. Okay, good to know, right? Yeah, God is in the details. Right. In the gory details. Right. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 can, I can walk around a room and tell you who would not have asked for their copy of the executed documents. Right. And until recently, by the way, I'm one that would not have asked for a copy of the executed documents just because I think it makes it look like I don't trust you and I care more about how it feels to you than, you know, safeguarding my own safety. I think it's one of the great lessons. I do. Yeah, it was, well, it was a great, great lesson. Okay. Um, and the other thing that there was not in that contract was a solid exit strategy mm. for one of the partners. So if you, we never went through the exercise of, well, what do we really do if someone wants to get out? Right. And what do we really do if someone gets out and there's no money to get out? Because back in those days, you know, 2000. 2006, you never thought in a million years you'd want to get out of the real estate market. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So things start going south. And how did they go south? Um, they started going south because my partner decided that there wasn't enough money in the property management that he was doing. And he didn't want to do the job anymore. So you started doing both jobs? I started doing both jobs. Okay. And you're still one of the top financial loan officers in, in mortgages. So you're carrying three jobs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Multitasker that you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Well, none of those get done super efficiently, do yeah. they? No, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. Okay, so things start to tank. Th things start to tank, and um, the um, energy between us now becomes very contentious as well. Um, where my confrontational skills mattered... Um, I didn't use them either. So when it came time for tax returns to be analyzed and I was told that there was pilfering happening in the company, when I started getting involved in, in the actual management of what is a largely cash business, mm -hmm. a lot of issues started to be seen and I then wanted to get out. And the industry had changed as well. The whole real estate market started to crash in 2008 and 2009. So you couldn't even sell the properties and take couldn't your... Couldn't even sell the properties... Yeah. But we did sell the properties. I did get a really big offer for the properties at the time. But everything's in the timing. So he didn't want to sell. Okay. Okay, so now we had an offer that I couldn't execute. And at the time, you know, in real estate, they say your first offer is your best offer. Okay? Yeah. And I wonder how true that is in any industry that you're in. So once that offer went away... The economy continued to tank. Things started to go bad, and that offer was never there. And the money that I could have used to get an attorney to actually get out then was not available. Was not available. Yeah. You know. Okay. So the bottom line is that the company failed, and it was a great financial devastation for you. Right. Um, and lessons were learned. Okay. Any other lesson that you learned from that? And what did you learn about yourself? Um, I, I learned so much about myself, actually. It was just amazing. Uh, I learned, number one, that money isn't everything. So okay. I learned that about myself. That's a great lesson. And um, I learned that I had, like, daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, why am I laughing? <laughs> and that it was hard to be in a... In a, in a management position as a partner with a guy I didn't know well and I was playing out. Uh -huh. So, so my own issues with and I and 
I was like a child in some ways, and I, I was afraid to confront a partner. I would just, and I would think that my biggest lesson in that is always have a mentor. Someone that's not involved in the business that you're in. Great idea. That you can talk to and share some of the stuff that you're going through so that you can find your power and your strength. So who did you, were you ashamed to confide in anyone? No, I don't think shame was it. I think denial was Uh there for a pretty long time. And in the end, I finally, I I did get the lawyers and the accountants and the people that I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't have a personal mentor who was like, stand up for yourself. Yes. Get it done. Get it done, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is that part in so many of us which uh, the disease to please overcomes our ability to take care of ourselves financially, certainly. And sometimes even even physically. So, okay, so years have gone by and all of that's well, well, well behind you. Would you start a new venture now? I absolutely would. Yep. I would be a lot smarter about it this time. Uh-huh. And you'd pick a different kind of partner. I'd pick a different kind of partner. I'd pick um, a partner that I knew better, I think, someone I had worked with more, mm-hmm. you know, and, and got to know how they were. Like you, Christine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to be partners someday. Who Maybe. knows? Yeah. No. No. I think those are very good lessons. And I just want to thank you again because you could have said, let's talk about how fabulous I am in in mortgage loans, which she is, by the way. But I think that the lessons to be learned were from that conversation at lunch. I left that lunch we had, which was a little longer than this pop- podcast, but I left with a greater knowledge of how to make sure that you take care of yourself when you're starting into a venture like that, et cetera. And I had a huge failure, bestselections.com. We raised $18 million and, um, and it did tank in the big tank, uh, you know, in 99. And I saw the tank coming and I went to the board and I had founded the company, but had given up control of the company. Um, you know, I own 27% and that wasn't enough to, to say we've got to stop the flow of cash out because there won't be more cash coming in. And those were mistakes. I mean, the best lesson I had was from that huge, that huge, huge, huge failure. Uh, and not dissimilar from you, by the way, in terms of not voicing early enough, you know, not setting myself up for success and safeguards in the setup of the deal as I put it together, which would have given me a little more power maybe to sort of say what would or wouldn't happen. So I'm right there with you. And, um, and we thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Great. Thank you. Oh, wait, before we go, I have one more thing I want okay. to say. Oh my gosh. What? Um, we all have instincts that come up and it's like that pit in your stomach when you know you're right. Act on that instinct. Is that maybe like take the first offer? Like to like take the first uh, off. So don't ignore just, that don't, that moment. Or the one time you think something's wrong, mm-hmm. that's the time to confront. Okay. Very good. Thanks. Okay. Okay. You sure you got everything in now? I'm done. Okay. <laughs>